first of all, I'm trying everything within me to not jump up on my desk and go in on this music. But hey, how long has it been? It's been what? It's been a couple, it's been a good, almost, it's been over a month. What's up? Hey, it's Jay. Welcome back to The Pain of Fool. This space is for you. I'm going to call this space The Fertile Grounds. <laughs> I've, I've kind of dilly-dallied with different titles. I called it The Bonfire, you know, to kind of give it like an all-inclusive. That's what I kind of envision. I envision a bonfire being this all-inclusive space, um, inviting different walks of life, different experiences, having different conversations and things, but I'm, I'm calling this the fertile grounds because it's a space for everyone who has a desire willing to grow beyond where they are. And that's it. The fertile grounds, the garden, you know, if you will. Welcome. So it's been some time and uh, I just wanted to just say, hey, and how have you been? Oh my goodness. And a special shout out to my listeners across the world. So listen here, right? I have expanded my audience to different parts of the world. I see that there's listeners in Singapore, Germany, Belgium, Romania, Russia, India, Canada, and Australia. And I wanted to say to all of those outside of the United States, what's goody? <laughs> Yeah, it's good to um, it's good to see that I'm kind of stretching beyond the American boundaries. Let me adjust my seating. All right, see, so yeah, I had to get myself adjusted, but yeah. So it's been it's been a great it's been a great couple couple days off where I've had some time to just be with myself and get through some things. Not necessarily challenges, but just moments of kind of just being quiet and not being so public. You know, my life, I tend to, coming from a place where I was where I was hiding from the world and being afraid to show who I am and out of the fears of criticism and uh, even change. There comes a point sometimes when you, you're being received well and you enjoy that you're being received well and you wanna give more, but then you find yourself almost at a space of losing yourself. And you have to come back a little bit and, and examine who you are and, and remind yourself and just be reminded where you're, where you're going. And your life is also changing in the midst of your, in the midst of your service to the general public at all times. So, and you have periods where you're gonna be out there and then periods where you're gonna be within. So I, I didn't really want to speak and on top of that, I was kind of in a weird state. You know, I had a little sinus cootie and, you know, I just was, I just wanted to be alone. I wanted to be a little quiet. So I enjoyed that moment and I'm still somewhat there. I'm going to continue to enjoy it. You know, I just, I like to be in and out. I have my periods where I'm out in the world and I love to be alone. That's just, I've always been that way. Aside from all that, the audio fiction, the Journey in Four series, uh, season two will be dropping very shortly, and I'm so excited to share that part uh, with you. And I, the first season was well received, and I'm so like excited and happy that the second one is coming out. 
very, very shortly. And I've added a bit more charisma and, you know, just some, some fun to it with it. So I'm looking forward to sharing that when it drops. So some things have happened over the course of time. I'll, I guess I'll get into it, but I want to jump into the topic right now. So, so a couple things have been on my mind. The first thing, I actually had an episode pre-recorded some time, some time ago that I was going to drop during my like period of silence. Uh, I'm still in that period of silence, by the way. I'm just, I was inspired by uh, my good, good sister, Amanda Levy. She released an Artist Gripes episode on her podcast. And I was just like, you know, I've been wanting to say something, but I just didn't know what, but I just have to communicate what's, what's here. And once I can communicate that, it's on to the next. So, and in the midst of my silence, I was looking at my life and I was looking at how I've grown so quickly in, in my eyes and how my life has changed in the, the, public, the public specter. Um, like the, I'm a set specter. I'm thinking of something else, the public sector, like how my life has become a bit more public. And I remember being dedicated after a certain period of my life. I grew tired of, of the same old, same old. I grew tired of being fearful. You know, for me, sometimes my growth comes from being tired of things. I get tired of things. I get bored. <laughs> Um, so I, I just got bored with, I got bored with not having the life that I wanted. And I had to make the decision to, as a result of that, kind of change my social circle. And I knew that would cause some conflicts. And I know these things happen. It happens in everyone's lives. When you begin to commit yourself to a mission, whether that mission is, is something, you know, pursuing a business or, or going back to going to add, you know, pursuing education or, or something along those lines, going to an academic, you know, whatever it can, it can cause a shift in relationships naturally. I don't like to harbor on this too much because I, I find that it's very overrated. However, I, I figure because so many of us are there, I think I can provide a little insight or some type of just my personal experience and perhaps something for you to take away from this thing. Something to, to, to be less um, emotional in the moment that you're in, right? So when you dedicate yourself towards changing your life and becoming fertile, that's going to be my my slogan or my that's going to be my my term for a while becoming fertile or being fertile meaning um being like the garden just the mind and you desiring and remaining open and ready for growth and development as a result of that you may sometimes outgrow your garden or you know your garden could be very small and there could have been cracks all in it and weeds everywhere, but somehow you just grew out of it and you need to be transplanted elsewhere. Sometimes that can cause a lot of, um, it's, it can be uncomfortable for those who are used to you, especially if when your previous garden was full of dysfunction, that can cause a bit of a, dis, you know, a little disruption. So um, understand that when these things happen, you will experience gossip. 
And if not gossip, you're going to experience opposition from those that were in your older garden. And again, this is, I tend, it, it, I tend to say that it's overrated only because of how social media and how people are on social media with, with the passive aggression. That's what makes this thing overrated. You know, often you see a lot of people on social media who are just, they're sharing these feelings, these, these passive aggressive feelings towards people they're not courageous enough to confront and have conversations with. And there's nothing wrong with getting clarification on feelings that maybe you feel as though that that person is had may have a, a negative or they may have a criticism about your character or they may be upset about the fact that you're not hanging with them as often and they have different ideas of what they think you're doing because they're not under you any longer or you're not around them any longer you know these things they happen but the thing with social media is that there's so much there's so much passive aggression that talking about it instantly gets a lot of like high fives and wave finger waves and all that stuff and we tend to be we tend to get wrapped up in this feeling of well I'm doing better because I have enemies or I have people that are I have opposition I have conflict I have haters and um, I dropped a video previously it's on my YouTube channel where I talk about haters not existing and they don't opposition exists and that's a natural thing and it should be there and opposition is a, is a great thing it's a it's a great you know test of strength and it's a great uh, measure of you growing and, and getting even stronger haters comes from this idea that because a person here's an example of a hater someone who you might post a picture of yourself on social media or you might you may make a, a, a bold statement about the love for yourself and you might hear someone in the audience say, oh, boo, you're ugly. Or boo, you have, you know, your ankles are too wide. Or boo, you're too skinny, you know. And we instantly say that, you know, that person is a hater. Their personal opinion of you is somehow hate. So, and no, I'm not, I'm not trying to play semantics with the term hate either, but we tend to say those things like that. That person's a hater for them to throw criticism at me as I'm celebrating myself publicly. Or if they criticize me in any way without having a real reason behind their criticisms or however they come to that conclusion is somehow them hating on you. And with that idea with haters comes this sense of importance and self-entitlement and you feel so much more something because you get that that type of opposition the first thing i'll say to that and i'm going to get back to the point is that of course this is not this is not something it's not uh the concept of haters or the 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 energy of the spirit given to that it's not a you you do well to kill that and understand that those opinions and things are not about you and they're not something that you need to take personal. It's not about you and it's usually about the person who's saying these things. And on top of that, we have we carry our own opinions of others, whether we keep them to ourselves or not, that if we share them with someone else, whether it be something about their hair, their socks, whatever, that it would it could cause them to feel like you're hating on them. 
So we all carry judgments, judgments being a positive or negative thing. You know, it could be an affirming kind of like, an, it could be something like that. You can tell someone that you're pretty, that's a judgment. You can tell someone that you're ugly, that's a judgment. Um, the, when it comes to haters, the line is kind of, I'm not going to say the line is blurred. No, I'm not, I won't say that it's blurred, but. Don't get lost in that. You know, don't get lost in that. And then sometimes you have your, you kind of, you deal with, like you come from my, my, my experience where I've been in, like you people who have backgrounds where they just were just, they were just living, they were living in fear for a very long time and they were hiding themselves and they were just afraid of speaking up. They were just people pleasers and, and all these different things that prevented them from shining like they should. And suddenly you you get a little bit of acknowledgement. You're, someone sees you and then you begin to see yourself and you begin to shine and you begin to lose the desire of people-pleasing. You begin to lose the desire of seeking validation. And then if you go a little further in that territory, you'll hear others say, just do you and live your truth and don't care what anyone says. And there, there comes a dangerous space there because sometimes that can trigger a person who's been in a very, um, I would say oppressed, I can use that term for now, for lack of a better term, oppressed state where they repress themselves and suppress themselves to now becoming rebellious because they found their light. And now they're, they're from one end of the spectrum of dysfunction to carrying that dysfunction and distorting their light now in another way because they're trying at this point any type of criticism even from elders that they don't agree with it just it just fuels that rebellion because living your truth is more important than anything and sometimes living your truth is in, in another in other ways it's um, a form of glorification of dysfunction when people say live your truth you have to, you know, you have to kind of spend some more time to understanding what your truth is. Your truth isn't harmful behavioral patterns. Your truth isn't tied to harm, harming of yourself, or your truth isn't tied towards dysfunction. You know? So when I, I, when I see those things on social media and I see a lot of people kind of encouraging that, like, oh, live your truth, do your thing, um, be you. Remain fertile in that. Remain, just remain. If you, if you are remaining fertile throughout this, throughout your entire life experience, you'll be well, you know, you'll be well. Just continue to do that. However, be very careful in when being criticized or when you have others gossiping about you, whether they're friends or associates you've known for years, for many, many years, and you get things are getting back to you, uh, or, you know, you just, you're getting that opposition. Before you begin to go back to that place where you were so, where you were oppressed and you felt so weak, 
And before you allow that opposition to trigger you into going even further into your own destruction, if you spend the time with yourself and if you are, um, if you have the education of some elders and those who've been down your path to keep you, to keep you tempered, remaining, remaining receptive and cool in the process, you won't go down that path of feeling the need to go over and beyond to prove to yourself now that you'll never be that person that was weak again. Don't fall for that. I know it's easy. You know, you go from one extreme to the next. And if you don't have someone that's kind of like, you know, not everyone's going to hold your hand in this. You have to, sometimes you have to learn to fall on your face. But the best, if, if you can take away anything from this, it's remain fertile throughout this entire process of those. I'm, I'm really speaking to those who have been, and, and as many of us who are dealing with insecurities, who have, you know, been so, so suppressing some parts of ourselves and suppressing our gifts that we have to give to others and our talents and our abilities out of fear. And then once you uncover those and you want to just give to the world and you become publicly recognized, and it might get to your head. Either that, or you know, you've already known that you had something inside of you. And now because others are receiving it, you wanna give so much more. And anything at this point that is, that is opposing that, even if it's guidance, you're rejecting it because it's, it, it, feel, it makes you feel like it's slowing you down and you just want to just do it. You just want to keep going. You want to keep giving. You want to keep giving. And you're not heeding to the guidance that you're receiving. Like if you need to relax. You can't expect to always have the words to say all the time. You can't always expect to to always be the one that's just doing the work. Sometimes you just gotta go back and chill. You gotta do some more, some more learning. You gotta sit in some silence. But I, I'm not harboring. I don't want to harbor so much on you know. Oh, the 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 loss of associates and the loss of those and then this, that, and the other and the the gossip behind your back and this. And I could go in on that. I can go in on that. I can share my own personal experiences about that. It's just not, that's not really what this is about. You know, sometimes we have associates or friends or whomever who are just comparing their lives to yours. And there is such a stark comparison that they're just like, they're kind of, they're in a space of their own. And that's, that's something you can't, you can't do anything about that. That's not, that's not your personal challenge. That's not your issue. Uh, I'm not saying remain cold to it, but that's something that they have to work through. And again, like I said, you will, you will, you know, grow beyond your childhood associates. You will grow beyond even family members. You'll grow beyond relationships, intimate relationships, with like romantic relationships. You'll grow beyond those things. And you're going to be reminded of who you used to be. That's just not who you are anymore. 
And if others want, and they keep rehearsing those memories and wanting you to go back there, that's again, that's not your problem. You're fertile and you're dedicated towards your life mission and that's, that's fine and dandy, you know. However, just watch it. Just watch it. And it doesn't hurt also if you desire to have a, a have a conversation about it. If you feel there's some some funny, some funny things, some funny emotions going on, if you care to address it, you can. You know, the last person, the last that a person would expect is for you to confront them if you feel that they are. They feel some type of way about the fact that you're no longer as available as you used to be because you're dedicated on your path, your personal path and your mission. You know, we, we put too much, too much emotion behind someone expressing that they're proud of you and they're really not meaning it. We put too much value into that. Like if a person, you know, oh, that, you know, you've seen the memes on social media where a person, they, you know, you've seen the cartoon where the person says they're, they're proud of you. They have like a fake mask on and behind the mask they're crying and they have an angry face because they're really not proud of you. They're just upset. We tend to we tend to throw a lot of finger waves and a lot of excitement to those things because it makes you feel good. But it's like, it's a real thing. It happens. Don't put too much energy into that. Don't give too much energy to the idea of fake friends. Don't give too much power to all that because sometimes we, you know, it's easy for you to, 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 to brood into that. And then it will sidetrack you because you're thinking about you know, and half the time you're not going to address the people you think are fake anyway. So if you let it go, it won't distract you in your interactions and conversations with them if they ever come. Or you just could just drop them and just move on, you know. However, yeah, just if anything, just I just wanted to just to share that to, you know, just to keep that in mind. that your dedication to your mission, your, your, your path, your gifts that you're sharing, that's, that's the thing, that's the wave right there. And just remain fertile. Watch how fast you grow, you know, it's just, It'll blow your mind. And you look back at yourself a year ago or maybe even two years, and you're like, oh my gosh. This was the most I've been able to re recognize my own development. Now, if you look back at your life years even to that, you're like, okay, I've grown a lot. But sometimes we excel with leaps and bounds if we keep our heads down and focused. Still being aware of what's going on around us, keeping that that perception or that being able to see you from that aerial perspective at times and, and having eyes around you, it doesn't hurt. But one thing that, that can hurt is if you focus so much on anything but the mission. Knowing who you are will prevent, you know, a lot of distractions, a lot of attempts of manipulating and, and taking you back to old places. But if anything, like I said, just remain humble, mm, receptive. <laughs> 
I still get humble. Until I know what the word humble truly, truly means, I always use humble and, and my own definition is simply meek. But I'll just say remain fertile. Remain fertile. So, I'm out. Until next time, peace.